here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast, a podcast for all things nerd. I'm your host, Sean, and I'm here on the Skype hotline with if you kill me, all of China will know. Sam. I've got sand in some interesting places, John. <laughs> this is the way, Chris. All right. So each one of those kind of gives you an idea of what we're going to be talking about. We got some news. We got two trailers. Mando Season 2 and Dune uh, came out. A little uh, late on the Dune one, but we're, we're getting there. We were we were busy doing a, a con on classic last week. I was being chased by a sandworm. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Is? So we got we got those two trailers. We got some news, uh, some video game news, even. Um, we all and two movie reviews. Uh, one being Mulan. So let's jump right into this, guys. Immediately into this, starting with news. We're going to start it with the DCEU. They've officially pushed back Wonder Woman again. I'm this shocked. This time to, what, Christmas? Yeah. Christmas, yeah. Movies are kind of, like, done for a bit. Yeah. Well, not going to happen. Christmas isn't going to happen either. I, I would be surprised if this is released on Christmas and not pushed back again. Well, do you think if it comes out at Christmas... Wouldn't that be a good time if you were to ever do the VOD thing? And Wonder Woman's probably still too big to do it. But like a holiday weekend, I feel like you'd get a good ride out of the yeah. VOD. What are, we waiting, what are we waiting on here now? It would be the big one, we Black Widow, right? For Marvel, yes. Yeah, do you think they'd want to take that? No. Take that they're, chance? They're still, and... they're still like, no, we want to release this. Which is... It's going to be kind of nice when that happens because I feel like Marvel is just going to be like, boom, 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 release them like two months apart. Like no, Endgame and Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Because, I mean, most of these are already done. They want to get started on their next projects. You don't want them to sit around like release two a year, like every six months, because then everything's going to get backed up. Actors are going to get older and it's just not going to work out in the end. You know what? And, and, and going forward to all these like delays and everything you know what i really want i really want like good movies because all these writers and people are staying at home just give some good stuff that's really all i want is it's gonna come out of delay just the way this is going it's gonna be like yeah so in two years i'm expecting two to three years from now we're gonna have some great movies (laughs) yeah i'm expecting like last year's oscars were i thought those were all like very very good movies i think there was no question that those deserve to be in there but in two or three years, I'm expecting the same thing. Because <laughs> this year's Oscar season is just going to be like a smorgasbord of just caca thrown at the wall. But <laughs> going to be a lot of Scoob and uh, and Trolls World Tour winning a lot of these. Scoob, Trolls, and Tenet. <laughs> yeah, for animated, right? The animated category? Or, everything. Uh... For everything. 
Well, there is a bunch. If we want to do an Oscars like three seconds here, there's a bunch of stuff starting to come out, which I've been looking at like you know preemptive like you know rankings or whatever. Which like how? But <laughs> all the film festivals have sort of said like screw it, and we're just going to do something in some form. So some of them are being like virtual and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was kind of shocked at is how many of these are on streaming platforms. Like. Probably like half are like Netflix or Amazon or um, Apple. Like, it, wow. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. And I don't know if they're like, we're not going to have a theatrical release. We might as well sell it to Netflix, sort of thing. But um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The Oscars, I don't think are gonna be till like April or whatever. The window, yeah. they yeah. pushed it way back. This is gonna be the year, though. That if there is a chance that one of the streamers is gonna win Best Picture. You know, this this is it. You know, it's uh, it's as good as any. I'd, I'd say that. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Right. And, uh, not, no surprise with Wonder Woman. I, and no, can no. we can we just you know I'm gonna give my end of year award <laughs> now to the best studio to handle the whole COVID situation. Fast and Furious Nine. It got pushed back a whole year. Universal. It was so. It was Universal. Yeah, it was universal. Those, the Fast and Furious 9 got pushed back. They just said, we're going to wait a year. It's Universal's- not even we're going to wait three months. The movie was done, and they were ready to go. And it wasn't even, we're going to wait six months and see what happens. It's, nope, full year, you're going to have to wait. Universal's all, Universal's all happy. We didn't screw something up. Yay. I, I think it's... But it, <laughs> Maybe it's, the it, dark universe will work now. At the, we're I, getting to the point right now, I think, is every three months you delay. Every three months, if you have to delay it again, it's a negative connotation with the movie so they just said look we're done that's it i feel bad for wonder woman because at the beginning of the uh of the covid shutdown was when <laughs> all the stuff started all coming stuff came out. <laughs> so like they were she was all over doritos bags yeah like yeah, I had, doritos. <laughs> had three bags of those chips yeah Hey, they're not at the store anymore. You know what? Uh, you know what would be great if I actually like kept the three bags and just busted them out on the opening weekend. <laughs> you show up at the movie theater with three bags of Doritos. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? They probably would have expired by the time this movie comes out. <laughs> it's worth the risk. <laughs> Do it All for right. Diana, man. All right, move. Shifting from DC, going over to Marvel. There's can a I, few. Can I be super cynical for a second, though? Sure. I wonder if Fast and Furious, like as 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 clearly they were the only ones who foresaw what was going to happen. I wonder <laughs> if they weren't aggressive enough. It's only next what? It's like next May. May, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm wrong, but I don't know. Alright. So moving on to Marvel. Have to bring the mood down. Yeah. yeah right? well, let's talk about something we can watch in the in the enjoyment of our own uh, domiciles, as uh, Warner Hertz <laughs> would probably say. <laughs> All right. So first, first, first little bit of news. Uh, news broke because uh, you know that movie, The Eternals, is coming out at some point. Um, it's basically ready to go. <laughs> if New Mutants comes out, everything is gonna come out, man. I thought New Mutants did We never out. fucking saw New Mutants. Like I keep trying. Nobody will go with me. I don't want to die for it, okay? <laughs> I'm willing to. No. <laughs> um, so anyways, so with the Eternals coming out, it was just Bombshell was dropped. Thanos is gonna be in that movie. That was like the 
big news that come out of that, which has basically been silent. Um, that's a spoiler, man. It's not a spoiler. That is a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. He is an eternal. Yeah, but he's an eternal. And this is it. This is a prequel. This takes place. How would you know that? Because they had said that. There hasn't even been a trailer. I know. And I just get really sad. I don't understand why. Like, it's a prequel. So young Thanos is going to be in it because he is an eternal. He's going to be Thanos. Thanos. Sexy Thanos. Thirsty um, Thanos. Thanos. So this is before Iron Man. This is and before they, Captain America. Like this is. Have they the said first movie. playing him? Uh, that I did not hear. It's the young Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> the DH Josh Brolin. <laughs> but yeah, so so it's nice that that like they're still kind of being like, hey, this movie's actually coming out. You should probably be hyped for it. Oh yeah, Thanos will make an appearance in it. So, just throwing that out there. It looks uh, he's, he's, it looks like he's been doing some good with uh, losing a little bit of weight here. He looked pretty good in that trailer for Dune, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later. But Dude, he's yeah. been he's been tanning his asshole. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyways, uh, other Marvel news. Um, supposedly many 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 people have been reporting on charlie cox has been talking with marvel about reprising daredevil well, chris is excited <laughs> sorry i just it was a silent scream or it was either i did, or I did not hear, i did not hear about this but yes. uh i'm super excited for it <laughs> right i i don't I, I, I don't know. I thought Dana was fantastic. I really did. And I, it sucks to see them all leave because yeah. I can't prefer? really picture Luke Cage being anybody else at this point. I know. What would you prefer, them switching over to Disney Plus or making a movie out of this? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. 100% Disney Plus. So you want, you want a TV show? Yes. Yeah, I want a TV show. Right now, the world is so built out that by the world, I mean literally New York City is just built out where they fit perfectly kind of in it. And they have like small, they have small tasks and small things. It's not like world ending, like the Avengers, which I think those were, those are where you should stick with the movies, like global events, movies, local events, you know, stick with that stuff. But I think, I think it would be perfect. I think it'd be fantastic if they were able to actually cross over the TV and the movies. The problem is, I have a feeling Netflix still owns all the rights to the TV show no, stories. Uh, that the TV shows, I believe, at the end of this month, are back with Disney. Like the shows, or like the story, the, the ownership the sh- of the stories. Uh, the the characters. Okay. So basically, at the end of this month, Disney can start working on. That's why Charlie Cox. It's rumored that he is in contact with Marvel right now. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. He's been in contact with them for yeah over a year at least, or all of them for that matter. I think it would be great if they actually were able to bring everybody over, do TV. Because let's face it, if they bang out Mando and a few other the Star Wars spinoffs, and they do this, they. they I mean, to me, they justify the price raise that they're eventually going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's not going to stay six bucks a month for, forever. So. No. No. As, as it gains content, it's going to go up. 
Yeah, and I think if you hit those, if you hit the the Star Wars, which they're doing in in a good way, and then you're hitting, you know, the Marvel stuff, you know, you're already there. You already have your eighteen to fifty year old audience so instead of the kids, which is clearly what Disney originally was done for. You know, I don't know. I would love to see it play out, but no, I would love to see it happen. But we'll let's see how it plays out. Yeah. So. uh Next one, uh, for staking with Marvel, uh, the, the other Marvel news, um, they just cast the villain for Ant-Man 3. So Jonathan Majors, who has been in stuff, uh, Captive State, he's in Lovecraft Country, uh, The Five Bloods, uh, he was just cast as Kang the Conqueror. Which makes a lot of people believe that Kang the Conqueror is going to be the next big bad of the MCU. And with the addition of Kang the Conqueror, that basically opens the door for the Fantastic Four. Because he's a rel- he's a normal villain for them, but on top of that, he is also possibly Reed Richards' ancestor. <coughs> Richards is his real name. So it is believed that they are related. So I know, I know Marvel has this whole master plan. Yeah, you know the twenty movie plan that we should start referring to it as instead of the two year plan of two one year plan. It's the twenty movie plan. Yeah, it, I'm 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 a little worried that they're just starting to throw crap at the wall and see what sticks. Why? <sighs> A lot. We're getting into the point where now, where a lot of these characters are not like A's. They're not like right. A characters. They're they're a lot of B's. And we're getting to the point right now where I think you're you're not going to see the devotion that a lot of Marvel fans have nowadays. Uh, I know you're still going to get the the people who are diehard. We're going to see it, obviously. But I think if you we're getting rid of another Iron Man, which is cool. Captain America was cool. Even. Even Doctor Strange in its own weird way was cool, but... Yeah. Chris, can I ask you a question? What percentage of people do you think who saw Iron Man in theaters read the comic books or knew or was, like, exposed to Iron Man before that? In less than half. Yeah. I, I I don't think the... Big guys, little guys, like, really matters that much, to be yeah. honest. And you throw out Eternals? I mean, it, that's a if, deep... If it's good, though. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of the highest rated movies in all of the MCU's catalog. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. No one has read it. It's also a funny-ass movie. Yeah, it depends on the quality of the product they're putting out. Yeah, The fact that you're introducing this character in Ant-Man 3, which the first two got good reviews, I would even argue, say, the sequel's better than the first one. Yeah, Uh, you know, you're getting like Fantastic Four, possibly. And right. It's just Fan- which Fantastic Four, the first. Yeah, but they're they're in your eyes an A list. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, they would be. They would be A list. Because I, with- I don't know. I don't know. It could just be. It could just be like a, not a cynicism, but it could just be like a weird feeling because I trust in Feige because he did this. He pulled this out. Of, he pulled right. this off. But but this is this is how I view this as being. Announcing this casting by announcing Kang the Conqueror, 
being possibly Reed Richards' ancestor. So that pulls in the Fantastic Four. But on top of that, King the Conqueror is obsessed with Doctor Doom. And they are tied together. Which I could see Kang the Conqueror being the big bad for the first half of this chapter. And then Doom being the actual person like pulling the strings. Kind of like how Loki was uh, up until the Avengers. How like, oh, this guy's going to be important. And then you're like, oh, but it was Thanos all along. Kind of thing. I've been, I've been hearing a lot of Galactics talk around the... Uh, I have too. Out, but... out there in the streets. <laughs> Well, if you like, it's the only. It's the next it's big. The, it's the next big baddie. It's 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 logical because you can, you have to go just as big as Thanos and. Yeah. Well, if they're smart and good at this, they know they actually don't have to go big. Right. Wait, you don't always have to go big, if you if you know what you're doing. Right. That's. I feel like the next logical step is what everybody, a lot of people have been saying, which is Doom. Go with Doom as, as yeah, being... Doom like, is like a nice curveball. You're not going like... Galactus is... The problem with Galactus is that's like way crazy. Yeah, that's like... I don't know why I just top. became a valley girl there, but... That's like it's, also, it's also the Fantastic Four. It's also the Fantastic Four, like Venom. You know, this is the third time they're going to do it. If they do, you know, if they if this is the way they go. Right. Yeah. Actually, bring this is the Venom. fourth time. <laughs> if you include the... The the, yeah, the one that did. Yeah, Roger Corman, uh, one that wasn't supposed to be released. Um, what was I gonna say? How far are we from like Wolverine just showing up in an end credit scene on these? There, there've been talks of different actors being tied to it, and like, obviously because it's you know, casting like that, you can't keep a secret. That one's going to be tough. Not just that, but like... No, if it's like an end credit scene. That's some big shoes to fill. Yeah. You have to let them die for a little while. Yeah. Once they br- I think once they bring in the X-Men, they'll... they'll yeah. They're going to well, bring in the X-Men. I guess... I, I said Wolverine, but I mean, you know, an X-Men shows up in the, um, in the end credits. Yeah. You got to figure out the starting point. Who's going to be your anchor for the X-Men? Yeah, I mean, I guess Quicksilver has sort of already been in it. Yeah, um, and Scarlet Witch. Right. But they aren't Magneto's kids. So. Well, let's see what happens at the TV show with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Which apparently is confirmed. Don't read the headline. Just the headline says it's confirmed, but it's not. It's before the year is over. Yeah. It's clickbait. So, wait, what do you mean? It says, like, a WandaVision date confirmed in the title of the article and when you click it and you read it it's like before the year is over yeah they don't <laughs> have a definite date yeah. oh okay well i don't know it's just I, I like think no it, it's quick it's clickbait bullshit don't get me wrong but you know that is like i guess kind of helpful i mean that show's been done for a while too yeah can, can i just say like i'm i'm just maybe it's just like i've been allowed too much time too much time to think about this i'm getting shaky on wandavision I sort of feel like that might be a show where it's just going to under-deliver. You know what the problem is? And I'm feeling the same way, but I'm only chalking it up to it would have been cool if it was three months after Endgame or four months after Endgame. Well, we're still in the mode. Yeah, we're still kind of you know in the Marvel universe, yeah. really into it. I think it just kind of... COVID kind of killed it, man. Yeah. 
Because Scarlet Witch is what? Then supposed to show up in one of these movies? Uh, strange. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Can't, I, I can't wait to. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a drug user, but if there was a movie to, you know. To drop acid to. <laughs> I go that far. You might have the worst trip ever in that one. I almost got sick just still in the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. I don't know, Chris. The last good acid movie that you watched, you didn't like, so. <laughs> was that one? The Lighthouse? 2001. Oh, that one? Oh, yeah. Let's not even. Let's. let's... I can't. No. Okay. No, Can we do I a con on classic that's The Lighthouse? Because, like, we just we just need to talk about that for four hours. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a classic. <laughs> I literally just changed the wallpaper to my computer to that scene where it's uh, Defoe standing like naked over uh, Pattinson, but his like eyes are lights. <laughs> that, that one scene, because it's such an amazing shot. I can't, I can't bring Can myself I? to watch it. It's hovering right there on the prime. It's like recommended movies for you. You are going to hate it. You're going to hate it. Oh, <laughs> totally watch it. Um, did I send you guys that some guy who recut the Step Brothers trailer into yes. the lighthouse? Yeah. 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 I saw that. Anyway. All right. Big big um, big lighthouse pod, I guess. Um all right, so we, we move it. Oh, uh Chris, did you see the She Hulk news? Oh yeah. I saw they cast her. Yeah, we got we got She Hulk news. That um I'm just gonna say this. No, you know what I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. Interesting, interesting situation coming down the pike with She-Hulk. I'm, I'm sure there'll be videos on a certain website that'll be very weird. Because <laughs> do you want to say who was cast? Um, I can't think of her, how to say her name. Tatiana uh, Mulzaney or whatever. Um, Mazzini, uh, Mazzini. Yeah. I'm trying to figure right. out what else she's been it's, in. Uh, this. Uh, oh my God! What was the name of the Perry Mason show? Which I did not finish. So. <laughs> anyway, it's super dark, man. You know the dark shows; they can be rewarding, but like, fuck, sometimes you just don't want to put those on. Like, you got to build it up. Yeah, sometimes they just can't. They're just like, I just want fun. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. Parks and Parks and Rec, Orphan Black, Alphas. Anyway, let's let's. Uh, oh wait, we're gonna hold on the trailers, right? Yeah, uh, one last thing. Like I said, uh, video game news. Uh, PlayStation, well, Sony did their uh, their big reveal for the next generation of PlayStations, the PlayStation 5, um, being the smart uh, group where they just gave numbers rather than random numbers like Xbox going from Xbox to 360 to 1 to whatever the hell is going to be next. Uh, can we do like an instructional podcast about like what is the Xbox? Like because I have no idea what's going on with it now. What the Aren't there like three versions of it or something? Or Well, there's like four versions of the one. There's like the one, the 1S, the whatever. Either X. Um but yeah, so PlayStation big reveal. They showed a bunch of like they showed a bunch of uh, like a trailer for the new Spider-Man game, which this one you get to play as Miles Morales now. Um, which the first game got great reviews, so I can't see why this one would be any worse. Um, if if anything, it should be better. Uh, but the big big thing about PlayStation that came out so November twelfth. It's being released in 
U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea. On the 19th, it's everywhere else. But there's two price points on this thing. So there's the normal, uh, there's the PS5, the basic, which is $399, which is just digital. So you only download the games. You do not have a physical copy. Or for $100 more, you can actually play disc games and watch movies and everything because it has a disc drive. Is it ba- is one of them backwards compatible? I don't know because uh, a lot of them are like, yeah, we're backwards compatible for five games. So like, <laughs> I know so, like they're remastering some PS4 games to be on. Oh, the so, so you can buy them again. Yeah. Exactly. You get so, the full experience of buying them. Yeah. So, like, with these boxes, do you are you streaming the games, or do you download them into an internal hard drive? Like, is this just you're not buying, you don't have an optical drive, essentially? Right. Yeah, you, so you're downloading these games to own on a hard drive. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about hard copies. The hard copy is unplayable unless you have the internet, so what does it matter? What do you mean? Well, like, I bought Red Dead Redemption, and, like, the first nine gigs were on the DVD, and the rest... The other 90 oh yeah on the um you know i had to download it it took a while to download well, 90 gigs yeah but uh one thing that i see about this is uh by charging more for having a a disc player so it's a blu-ray di- a player so if you get the 400 one you can't play blu-rays so throw out your movie collection that you've been collecting forever why play it well, because you can't play in years. You can't play the those games. I know, but like you have movies, don't you? What do you? But I like I don't have Blu-rays. Have a, you don't have a Blu-ray player anywhere else. Most you people, their the game system is their my uh, Xbox is my Blu-ray player. Okay, so who's who's making you throw out your old Xbox? Well, if you're upgrading, a lot of people turn in the old one to get the new. Well, sorry, buy a Blu-ray player. Also. <laughs> Also, Blu-ray is a thing that will... I mean, I don't think Sony is making Blu-ray players anymore. Really? Yeah. Well, more or less how I look at this as it it doesn't matter about the Blu-ray. It matters about um, like companies like GameStop that sell used games. Oh, yeah. They're screwed. They're screwed. This is PlayStation basically giving them a giant middle finger and being like, good luck. Fair enough. They're struggling right now. Oh, counterpoint, why do we need GameStop? I, I just would like to pull, like buy used games for a game that I'm like not like hardcore into, maybe be like, "Eh, hey, it's 10 bucks, I'll give it a shot." Right. And I'll play yeah. it for 10 bucks. Like I that's, don't mind that. That's the fair. Problem- Although, you know what? A lot of these now have these things where Oh, this was another thing I saw. It was like an, in- an infographic of like there's like five versions of Xbox Live now. How <laughs> what is it some of these are like it's almost like a netflix kind of deal like you just buy for like 30 bucks a month or whatever yeah yeah xbox game platform is that all the games or is that like Uh, i think think they just have a library yeah and they they're constantly adding new games to it yeah but it's not like you're not going to get the new call of duty on game pass sometimes you can Sometimes, sometimes, but, I don't, there, but there's there are certain like drop big, big brand name that go on Game Pass. Yeah, there are big name drops that don't go on Game Pass for a little while. Mm-hmm. So, 
I mean, at the risk of sounding like a crazy person, you always have the option of just buying a gaming PC. Yes, PC Master Race. <laughs> the only problem is Sony does not play well with PC. So yeah. all Sony exclusives, most of them will never see PC. Well, Horizon Zero Dawn just came out on PC. Horizon Zero Dawn just did, and it's a horrible port. So there's that. so many bugs. <laughs> Take that. It's, it's, oh, I've, um, been, I've been told recently, too, that since Xbox started doing the compatibility with PC, that PC users, particularly for the fast Twitch games, so like first-person shooters usually, yeah. gamers have such an advantage over... Or PC gamers have an advantage over... Yeah. Um, Console. Yeah. Console, and I, I, no, no reason that um, should be the case. So, but like, so one of uh, Sony's biggest games that came out for the four is Bloodborne, which is by the Dark Souls guys, um, and that was a PlayStation exclusive. And they recently, I was reading it today, they recently did a, te- a PC test on it, and after sixty frames per second, the game just is unplayable. Like it cannot handle that much power. Mm-hmm. So, like, the ports just don't match up. So, we, we may never see, like, Spider-Man on PC, which I kind of is upsetting because I would love to try that game because I always loved Spider-Man 2, the movie uh, video game, and I've heard that the new Spider-Man is basically like that, just with updated graphics. Yeah, I've watched some uh, Let's Plays on Spider-Man 2. That's Spider-Man, not Spider-Man 2, but this new Spider-Man game. Yeah. And, like, it looks good, except yeah. I'm, I'm not going to buy a $500 PlayStation no. just to play that. No. No. I mean, I've only bought a console once just to play one game, but the console was only 100 bucks, And that was the GameCube to play Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Like, the only console I, right now, out right now, that would make me go, yeah, I might pick that up, is the Nintendo Switch. Agreed. Because, A, Nintendo is insane with exclusives. <laughs> they do not play well, I mean, at all. If you, it, it, yeah, you buy Nintendos for the games. Not yeah, that, it, like, if, you, if you like those, too. Part. But then it's also, you have it, uh, it's um, portable, so you can play yeah. the games anywhere. So it's just like, because I've, I've heard uh, Link Breath of the Wild is really yes. good. Yeah. And I, I always want to try that out, but like... Sam, have you have seen the trailer for the new Mario Kart? No, I haven't. No. So it's Mario Kart in the real world. So you create your own track, and you basically run an RC car from your Switch, and you drive the path, and it, you can add like a second player. So it's all virtual, but it's driving in the real world, so you can create your own path and stuff. All right, that sounds dumb. No, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. <laughs> no, it's to be fair, Sam, it's probably like most Nintendo gimmicks that are cool for like for like, oh, it's cool I could do this. I'm not going to use it, but it's cool. Yeah, I played a lot. That's all Nintendo. Like, honestly, 90% of Nintendo is gimmicks. I'm just going to say that. It's weird that they're the only ones still making gaming consoles instead right. of Right, weird crossover things, but it's like um, all gimmicks. The Nintendo has like the most loyal fan base for the twenty properties that they have. Yeah, but worldwide, yeah. they're 
like the biggest. No, I I know, but that's what I mean. Yes, because they make good dedicated fans. Let's let's personal preference with good games here. All right, so games that are constantly in the top ten at the end of the year, like half of them are Nintendo. I'm not disagreeing with you. Personal preference. Nintendo is the last system I would ever buy. But I'd buy an I'd buy a Sega Dreamcast or Sega Game Gear before I bought a new Nintendo system. Why? I I don't like any of the properties for Nintendo. I don't like so any. You don't of like them. Mario. You don't like Sonic. Even though you're talking about get Sega. No, I don't like any of those properties. I don't like any of those games. You don't like I, like, like the original Mario. I like sure the Mario Kart for the. One of the older systems, whatever it was, that's fine. That's fine. It's just I don't like. I don't like. I'm, I'm, that's not my type of game. My game, you know, and as I explained, is first and third person shooters. That's, that's where I, that's where I fall. All right. Can we can we move on? Yeah. No. We're, <laughs> we're talking a lot about gaming, man. I'm getting hyped up, ready to like fucking break out Flight Simulator. You guys want <laughs> my clan? Call of Duty Cold War comes out soon. Yeah, that's going to be like all the other Call of Duties. No shit. <laughs> That's why I'm getting it. <laughs> did we did we talk about that one on the podcast? No, we don't have to. We're I don't just, think we need to talk about that one. Let on. me let me play it and then I'll I'll give a review on it. All um, right, let me know let me know what the Reagan scenes are like. Yeah, like what <laughs> what is Uncanny Val and Reagan like? I'll 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 let you I'll let you all know. <laughs> all right. Can you imagine like when they do the like Bush ones and like. <laughs> Oh it's god, gonna it's gonna yeah. That's gonna be weird. <laughs> or when like, you know, we're far enough removed from like the Obama years that like he's like culturally hated, so he gets to be like the pseudo bad guy in a video game. <laughs> mm, I don't know. We're currently Nixon's still the uh Well Nix, I mean come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Alright. So moving on. Uh anybody else have any other news before we move on? No. No? Alright, yay. I get to do my really quick review. Um, Try to do this in like 60 seconds or less. So I watched The Babysitter Killer Queen, or Queen Bee, uh, which is the sequel to McGee's The Babysitter from, I believe it was two, almost three years ago. Um, It's a horror movie. It's actually not bad for a Netflix original movie. Um... (laughs) It got enough <laughs> following review. They just yeah. how many Sean's movies do you, do you review is not that bad. Well, <laughs> the problem is like I I mentioned a movie that like people are like oh that's a good movie and I'm like hey you guys should watch it and you're like eh. so I have to word it as not that bad. Hey, I actually watch some crap that you recommend. <laughs> not much. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I watched the babysitters though. No offense. Sean, Sean, what we need to do is you need to do like a list of like top five movies you were the only person who saw I should the year. I should. I should. Um so just to, to give you an idea, the babysitter is a, it's about a kid who is like old enough to not have a babysitter, but still has a babysitter. She's really hot and he likes her and one night finds out she's in a blood cult and they they need his blood to finish this finish this sacrifice it's pretty it's actually pretty funny it's got comedic elements to it um 
And the, the sequel takes place two years later. Nobody believes what happened to him. And turns out the blood cult comes back, even though they're all dead. Um, and it's just a continuation off of the story. I would probably say it's it's probably a little bit funnier than the first one. I, I It had some great bits. Um, the cast is really good. Uh, which, oh God, I can't even remember. Uh, Chris, you know um, Firestorm from the Archer universe, uh, Archer, Arrow universe, the original Firestorm? How it wasn't the old guy, it was the yeah, other Yeah, it was guy. Ronnie. It was Ronnie. Ronnie. He's in this. He's one of the bad guys in the blood cult. Okay. He's hilarious. Because he's like, it, it, oh my, like, it, he's just, he's, his character is hysterical. Um, but like Bella Thorne is in these movies and stuff. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I gave it a six out of 10. Um, night, if you watch the first one, definitely give the second one a shot because it's, it's kind of the, the, the same, like I said, it's a continuation. It sounds like one of those franchises where, you know, it's going to be so bad that if you start the first one, you know, you're in it to win it. It's, the second it's you click play franchise. on the babysitter it's one, not a bad franchise. It's yeah, got the second. The second you click one on the babysitter movie, and it says play, you know you're in it till the end. It's just like the, it's just like the Lake Placid movies or the Tremors movies. The second you plus play on that first movie, you know you're in it. The problem is with those movies, the sequel uh, definitely tanked compared to the first one. It's, they couldn't catch that, you know, that magic the first one had. Doesn't matter. To to give you an idea, the first babysitter is a seventy two on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'm that, starting to slowly not trust some Rotten Tomatoes scores well, now. Just remember what Rotten Tomatoes means. It's how many people liked it. So out of a hundred people, seventy two percent said, "Oh yeah, that was an enjoyable movie." Yeah, I know. I know how it works. So it's also a six point three on IMDb. Anyways. Moving on to our first trailer, as John gets up. Yes, we lost John. Perfect timing. Um, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> all right. First He's trailer for the I want to talk stuff. about. Dune. I want to jump right into the Dune trailer because I feel like... <laughs> this was um, one of the most incomprehensible movie trailers I've ever seen. So is the book. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. The book glad is on the very confusing. I'm glad, I'm glad, no pun intended, but we're on the same page. Yes. Um, the, the book is very confusing, very long and wordy, but it's a from as a as a novel, it's a classic. It's one of the greatest science fiction books ever written. That being said, I'm very excited for this movie. I don't. I never <laughs> read the book, and I didn't see the first movie. You don't need to see the first movie. The first movie. There's no sucks. first movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. This is this is its own thing. Like, the first movie is literally, like, they're like, oh, Lynch, like, you're crazy and do weird things like Eraserhead. Don't do that. Wait, so the first movie isn't based on the book? It is. But it's a horrible adaptation, and it's not good. It's almost unwatchable. Well, and then then I'm going to stand by my statement. I didn't see the first movie, so I have no idea what the story is about, regardless of whether or not it was a bad movie. Oh, fair but enough. We're, yeah, but we're, what we're saying is you don't need to see the first movie. No, I'm not. I'm not. No offense, but even if you said I had to see it, I, st- I still would. I watched Blade Runner 2049 before I saw the first Blade Runner. I understand this, but <laughs> you do not have to see this that movie. Pretend it doesn't exist because 
Lynch basically is pretending it doesn't exist. Regardless, <laughs> this movie looks like a dumpster fire. Oh, oh wow. it does not. Really? I think I think it's going to be a good world building and I think it's going to be like cool to look at, but I think the script and the acting not going to go well. Wow. <laughs> All right. And the thing is I like his movies. Uh, Dennis, uh, I can't. Yeah, I like his movies, but something about this isn't isn't rubbing me the right way. So you... the only the only thing that rubs me the wrong way with this is I I look at this and I go, this is gonna be thick, isn't it? Yes, like that could that's, be a that's down, the that only word a... I can think of. It's the like, runtime. You mean like the runtime and like there's gonna be a lot, a lot there, and it's gonna. Maybe it's going to be a bit slower pace. And... Yeah, it's going to be a buck fifty easily, two and a half hours. Like, I, I, I would say I would be very surprised if this was like under two and a half hours. This has to be yeah. plus three. So I'm pretty sure not... you're getting an intermission at this at this movie. Yeah. So this is they didn't film <laughs> two movies at once, but this is like half of it. Yeah. Wait, this They're... is part one. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, why does that make no sense? Well, wouldn't it be like Dune Part One, or or you think it would be a little bit more clear that this is the first? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're not putting it out there. I I'm not familiar enough with those stories. There's like a bunch of books. There's not just one. Yeah. Book, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sci-fi. I'm guessing. Well, yeah, it's a sci-fi. It's action. I'm gonna see it. The problem, like, I don't. It doesn't look like it's gonna be huge though no. oh it will be it will be I hope it's huge uh, I'm not as confident it's I mean, it's a very expensive movie to make it's like a I want him to do well but something about this just uh, is not Dune Dune has a much higher following than you would believe no okay, I'm not, well, I'm not but, but Sean to be honest though like you're not gonna make money just because Dune followers are seeing it no I know that but like you see something like this, and you're like, "Oh, that looks like a spectacle!" Like, right? I'm trying to basically trying to dumb this thing down. Does it right? Like, Doesn't it look like something you've just never seen before? Which yeah. at this point is like very tough to achieve. Yes, and like, there's plenty of people who don't know that Dune even exists as a book, right? Which is obviously going to help the book, like make more uh, sell more, because that's weird how that always happens. But I. I I can't. Uh, the only thing that scares me about this is that it's currently still supposed to come out in December. Yeah, I wonder at the you know economic success it could possibly have when you know movies just aren't going to be open. I mean, I guess like this is like weird trade off of like, do I want to see this movie come out relatively soon, or do I want to be successful enough where we'll get another one for sure? Yeah, because I feel like you know, right now, I mean, Denis Villeneuve's like got a good reputation. Blade Runner did not do well financially. No, even though it was one of one of my favorite movies of the last decade, it did not do well financially. Um, and boy, this one is pricey to make. Have you seen the cast, folks? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying it to find has, the budget right now for it. Yeah, it has uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, uh, Brolin, 
Yep. Your boy Jason Momoa. Yep. It's got Stellan Skarsgård. It's got Javier Bardem. It's got, I could go on all night. Like Emily Blunt's in there too, I think. Rebecca Ferguson, Dave Bautista. Zadaya. Like, there's there's yep. a shit ton of people. Like, there is, uh, Stephen Colbert did a, like a Zoom call with like uh, Villeneuve and like a, a lot of the stars. And it's just insane. It's 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 crazy all the people that are in this. And I'm, I'm so freaking excited for it. And it looks gorgeous too. And to top it all off, Hans Zimmer did the score. Right. Yeah, he did the score on this instead of uh, I don't know if during the Tenet podcast I said Hans Zimmer score, but it's just a knockoff Hans Zimmer score. Yeah, Actually, it's it. the guy that does the Mandalorian. Um, okay, among other things, that that was good. Not that we're giving a shit about this. We're talking about Dune. I don't think they um, have a budget out there for Dune yet. But you know, like the chill thing about Dune, you know, as much as as cool it is that the Mandalorian can do shit where like they can, you know film and it looks like you know you're in the desert or stuff like they actually are in the desert like it looks yeah, they, they shot in Jake jordan right yeah i mean yeah. it looks fucking crazy man it's i'm very excited and you know, the best part of the trailer is when you actually see the sandworm because obviously like that's what everyone knows dune from like is the sand sandworms <laughs> and so like the fact that you got the sandworm at the very end was just awesome i'm not gonna lie <laughs> and you're gonna hate me for this but watching this trailer and and i hope this movie does well i really hold nothing against this but when i was watching this trailer i really want to see that mila jovovich like monster killer movie oh. <laughs> i know i know i know what the fuck are you talking about there's like this this cheesy sci-fi movie mila jovovich is in where she hunts monsters is that is that Monster Hunter? Is it Monster Hunter? Off, is, that, it's, is that the one based off of the video game? Yeah. 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 It's when's that come out? I don't know. Not, not to be off topic <laughs> too much. Uh, Monster Hunter 2021 next year. It's completed. Guys, this movie is going to be long. Yeah, it is going to be a long. Yeah. We don't have a runtime or anything yet, but oh god, I'm so excited! And they yeah. like they had some a bunch of stills for it like a couple months ago, and it just looks incredible. It I, looks nice, like apart from anything else, it looks nice. Right, which There's is sparkles in the sand. Which is which is funny too because uh, you know last couple uh, Villeneuve movies have been uh, Roger Deakins, who's great cinematographer, but he did 1917 instead. So, um, but still looks pretty great. So, wait, he, he did 1917 instead of doing this? Yeah, well, he's just he just does cinematography. He's not not a director, but well, no, well, in 1917, cinematography was essentially everything. Oh yeah, that wow, was great. Um, do we have any other Dune specific thoughts? Because there was there was a debate I wanted to throw at you guys. Timothy Chalamet. I was going to say really quick. Uh, the cinematographer for this is uh, Greg Fraser, or Fraser. He's the guy who did Rogue One. Yeah, he's done some good shit. Yeah, and The Mandalorian. He did three episodes of that. So. Mando just keeps coming up, man. And oddly enough, we'll probably also, come up again. He also has uh, the Batman coming out. He was a uh, director of photography on that. <laughs> he's like he's like one of my up and coming guys. Yeah. I don't exactly like go around looking for them. His, his movies always seem like visually dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's this one called Killing Them Softly from like 
2012 that is yeah super fucking dark but it's like he puts a very dark filter on the camera (laughs) (laughs) all right so this trailer okay if you had to get rid of one thing for movie trailers in permanent like for the rest i I threw this out there in the group chat that no one responded so i'm gonna throw it out (laughs) yeah yeah no please but if you could get rid of one thing do you get rid of the inception brom or do you get rid of the minor like cover the like the i don't know what do you call it like minor key cover of like a popular like rock or pop song it's the minor one this had the what's the actual pink floyd song oh um the one brain damage was it's brain brain damage damage yeah it was brain damage no 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 it was eclipse it's eclipse okay yeah Yeah, brain damage is the first part eclipse is the second part and yeah once i heard like it that being sung i was like oh god damn it because it's always the sort of thing too where it's like wait what like you're trying to figure it out too like you don't exactly know off the top of your head it's like wait i think i know this song yeah, and, and, yeah. It's like why, they, can, why? they can't come up with something on their own. But it's such an oddly specific thing. Like the yeah. Inception Brom did not start with Inception, but like it's you know, and when I say Inception Brom, there's like Inception Brahms in this one too. But it's like you know when it's all over the place and like overbearing. This is like such an oddly specific thing to do the like offbeat cover or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I even complained, was it two episodes ago where they had exactly that? They hit me with your best shot in Birds of Prey. It was Birds of <laughs> like Prey, they yeah. Like, they had it in the movie. Well, like, in the movie, whatever. If, wait, if, the, the, mo- the song in the movie? So yeah, what we're saying is trailers like... Um, no, 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 I know, what you're, I know exactly what you're saying, but they had hit me with your best shot. The song or like the slow down emo the version? The slow down version. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. yeah, the like in minor key. Yeah, but it, it, if it's in the, whatever, in the movie, like, who but, cares? It, but it's an, like John said, it's an oddly specific thing that, like, all movies do. It's just, Birds of Prey is one of those instances where it wasn't in the trailer, it was in the movie. Well, they're trying to get, well, that's, Birds of Prey trailer was just a sloppy mess anyway. Um that said, they're just trying to pull on like the strings of "Oh, I know this song," and then they're just going to associate positive feelings with the song to the movie. And it's just it's just a whole marketing thing that you're right; it sucks and stupid because they, nobody could come up with their own songs anymore. But I mean, counterpoint. That's the same thing with the Inception. No, what is that? Am I missing? That's literally a like, oh, that thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is you know. Where it's like, this is epic. Ah. Well, this is, you know, Blade 2049 light. So, just a different setting. This is a desert. 2049 was in the city. Yeah, that was very cool how, like, San Francisco became... <laughs> 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 oh, no, I I got the same feelings as 2049 when I see this trailer. What was your ultimate thought on that one? 2049? Yeah. I didn't... I, I didn't like it a lot, but yeah. I can see why people like it. I just didn't. I liked it, but I never, I, I never, I never really liked the concept in the first place of the whole movie. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, we do have another. Plus, tra- a, a, the epically useless, the epically useless scene with um, uh, the Joker. What the hell is his name? Leto. Leto in twenty forty nine. Yeah. 
Can't stress that enough. Who's going to be epically useless in this movie? Not to say anybody. Are we taking bets on this? Because I'm, I'm thinking Dave Batista is pretty. No, because this is adapted. I would say maybe Brolin. Yeah, I was going to. Brolin might not be all over this. Like, there's just like a lot. Like, there's only so much movie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or or Skarsgård. Like he'll he'll be on like in a couple scenes because I'm he's barely in the trailers. Right. right. It might. It, you're right though, John. You were mentioning this. This, this cast is huge, and the yeah, screen like, time is going to be uh, like a minute and a half total, if that, for some of these people. I mean, I would be so excited if like, you know, five or six of these people were just like you know you know headlining the movie in and of themselves. Like, let alone that they're all together. Just yeah. wow. Well, let's talk about. I don't know. There wasn't. Was there a lot of sand in the Mando trailer? Uh, there was some. There's some Sando for the Mando. Um, <laughs> got to see a, uh, a bantha and a sand person on top of the bantha. Man, man, sand person just like I know. It's uh, yeah. They need a name. Tuscan Raider. So right. Tuscan. Yeah. There you go. Tuscan Raider. <laughs> like they're from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually Italian. Uh, all right, so we we got uh, we got the first Mando trailer, and yes. everybody is questioning, you know, what's going on in his rumors and everything, and yes. that are floating around with with problems on set, whatever. But the, well, like, we just well, got it, and it's September, middle of September. Want to, uh, go into those rumors about onset drama? No, because I read up on them, and it's not really like until this. Well, morning, I mean, for like, the audience, is what I'm saying, like. Just because you know doesn't mean people listening don't. It was, <laughs> I, it was some. I read it last week or two weeks ago, so I forget most of it. But it's between, um, oh my god, the guy who plays Mandalorian, um, Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal and uh, Favreau. So, I, what was it, this? It's just unsubstantiated so, stuff. The problems you- on set. Yeah, so oh, the, really? the drama that has been brought up, the rumors, is that Pedro Pascal wanted his face shown more. And was it Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau were like, no, that's not the way. And <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. And I guess he like he stormed off a few times, supposedly. Um, and he actually was kicked off the set a couple times for disruptive behavior. Um, which I guess Favreau came out and said at some point in the season, it shifts gears and follows a different story for a few episodes before switching back to the Mandalorian. So Mm -hmm. people are assuming what happened is for those episodes is because Pedro Pascal was kicked off set. This is all rumors. None of it has been confirmed. That's yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, that is a real thing, though, of like yeah. you know not showing your face. Like that's an actual like legitimate concern because yeah, that's your if you're an actor, that's your career. That's your insurance. You need people to recognize you and stuff. It's also the voice too, but you know. Yeah, but I don't think it's got a little bit of like a distinctive voice, but not like an incredibly distinctive one. Mm. Right. True. True. Um. But anyway, that is that is very interesting. I mean. I don't know. Did you guys have a lot of like strong takes or anything about the trailer? I thought it was cool. Like I, I didn't. Um, I it was kind of maybe it was just that it was exactly what I expected, yeah. and 
there's definitely a difference between like a movie trailer where you have no idea what it's going to look like or feel like. And then when you get like a new TV season trailer, it's not quite the same thing. Like you are, there is some familiarity. You get to see some new faces, new locales, but kind of know the speed. I mean, I'm very excited. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I guess my biggest, my biggest thing that I like the most is the fact that it's coming out in 43 days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my reaction to this was sort of my same reaction to when the series came out, which is I forgot that I needed this. Yeah, especially I, I, I came out. I came out of this being like, "Oh man, I am. I just I want this out now." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It does. It is a nice like ice cream topper or Sunday topper when you're like having a bad year because this year is everybody stopped filming TV shows season mm. series were cut short and everything. And so at the very least we're going to get Mando, man. But at the very least we're going to get Mandalorian. So we have like some just vanilla ice cream for the year. And now this is just like, Oh, you know, some uh, chocolate just to yeah, throw it in we, there. Yeah. We don't well, have to write off this year. That was the thing too. You know, when I saw Tenet, it was just so cool to like see, like a real big budget fucking huge thing. Like it's like everything we've watched for the last, you know, eight months here has just been retreads or some like small moody stuff, you know? Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it's been really good, but like you, the spectacle hasn't been there. And, you know, to get that back, because I think Mandalorian's like, doesn't, ha- um, I don't actually know what the budget is, but it's, it's, it feels like a movie, you know? At least, like, in its totality. Like, there might be slower episodes along the way. And I just remembered they're, like, only 30-minute episodes. I know. Yeah. yeah. But, but I guess there's something to look forward to every Friday. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do... Because what did they do the last time? It, Disney Plus started on a Thursday, and that episode was there. And then there was another one Sunday. Friday. There was another yeah. one, like, Friday or Saturday. They released, yeah. They did, did, like, I think it was a Wednesday, and then they released the next one on Friday. And yes, then they did Friday from then on. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, but it, it's just, I'm, 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 and you see more of it. I'm so excited about universe building, particularly with Mando, with with just Star Wars in general. The best part about Episode One was you saw more of Star Wars. You saw new worlds, new yeah. things. That's it. Regardless of it was bad, but you saw more. That was the best part about it. And then this is just building it out even more. Like you have a fighting pit that's in there. It's just come on. And speaking of things I forgot I needed, Baby Yoda's back. Yeah, right. I saw that. I'm like, damn, he's just too adorable. I know. <laughs> like, there's definitely a part of me that feels like a giant hypocrite for like the Baby Yoda love. But like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> he he warms my cynical heart. And I I just I love the part with the the fighting ring. Where like the whistling birds come out and Baby Yoda's like, oh, closes the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's just like, I know what's coming down. <laughs> um, I, I, and you know, like I don't want to overhype myself because I, I, I know it's coming and I'm gonna be just a giddy little schoolboy when it happens. But we're we're gonna get a Jedi again, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know the most disappointing part about this whole thing was when they were saying you have to return him to the Jedi. I'm like, no, make him a Mandalorian. <laughs> to make Baby Yoda a Mandalorian. Baby Yoda with the armor on. <laughs> like a wide helmet. And like... <laughs> like room for the ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like horns. 
Don't oh. make him a Jedi. Make him a Mandalorian. He's just, a foundling now. I Isn't can't wait. Way? <laughs> can't wait to see a Jedi again. A good Jedi. Yeah, and I'm not... <laughs> listen, I don't even count Rey and... No. What's-his-face as Jedi. I can't. Kylo? I just can't. Kylo Ren. I can't just classify them as Jedi. It's, it's hard. Like you said, Chris, with the whole uh, world-building, um, what Lucas was able to do with the prequels about world-building, compare that to the, the new trilogy world-building... They did such a horrible job. I could almost say Lucas did a bit too much world building at times. I, I understand Dude, that. Compared like, to the new trilogy. Oh, outside yeah. Compared of, to the... Outside of like, ja- uh, was it uh, Jacko? Not Jacko. Wow. Jacko. Uh, outside of Jacko, like, name another planet. They didn't put any labels or mention planet any X of it. Or whatever at the end. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah. What's the Sith one? It's. Well, there's, there's a couple names for the Sith one. Yeah. They, Corban. Um, no, I don't think that's bad, I think. Let's it gets its own thing. God, those movies suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It, I, uh, yeah. It, oh, mean, did we? Um, did you guys see any of the stuff of like how they were like still rewriting it? Like yeah. how? Yeah. Are we? Yeah, are we go gonna, ahead. Go ahead. This is actually some good nerd shit. Um. Yeah. So. What was it? Daisy Ridley came out. There's been a lot of like, let's just fucking unload now on JJ and everybody. Because <laughs> um, like Boyega came out and he said there was like some like shit that was kind of like fucked up. And like, I don't know what his character was. Like, I, I yeah. totally feel the same way. Like, I feel like it was a little flushed out in the first movie. And then it's just like, oh, we got to do something with Finn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the whole. <laughs> So Daisy Ridley's talking about how like they didn't know the deal with Ray when they first started making it. Like they were just like, we'll find the movie when we get there. Like she didn't know she was a Palpatine. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, it was like first rumored that she was Obi Wan's granddaughter. Like that was floating around. That was like the first thing that they were toying with. And then the, it became she's nobody. And then like going into the third movie, they were like, crap, we need to make her somebody. And, like, they rushed her to become a Palpatine. Right. But they were just, like, pulling that, like, out yeah. of their ass. Like, there's no yeah. forethought or, like, real... Like, I think I think it's fair to say J.J. Abrams is a shitty world builder. I will stake yeah. claim on that one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, they just they just threw it away. They just, it's, it's, it's still crazy how they were just like, yeah, man, <laughs> bring them back. Which nobody, which is crazy too, because nobody even in the first place was like, "Yes, we need, well, we need more, more Palpatine." Right. Well, yeah, or even just like, you know, Leia Lucas or not Leia, Leia and Luke, uh, you know, Star Wars movies. But anyway, I could have done without them. Totally. You could have yeah. done with well, it, but the way they were using the original characters, yeah. I did, Honestly, it's getting to the point where I'm gonna just start saying Solo's better than any of the other three. Yes, yes, come to the dark side. <laughs> I think good, good, good. good. I yes. mean, you're not Solo is a good movie. Yes. You're not, you're not crazy off. I did try and rewatch Solo. What was it last week? It was, it was, it was on like TNT or something. I tried rewatch. I can't do it. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do like it. <laughs> Man, anyway. But Mando, okay, yeah, October 30th. I mean, I'm, little, I'm uh, so Halloween in. Treat before Halloween. Yeah. Little, well, uh, little night before candy. Yeah, if, if candy's allowed. Um, uh, Rhode Island it is. Do you know what's a weird thing? Just random COVID tangent. Why do they need to cancel Halloween like a month in advance? Like everyone's already wearing masks. Well, no, not even like is it a safety thing? Should they cancel Halloween? But like, why two months in advance do we have to be like, guys, no Halloween this year? When it's literally like people just dress up and like they give out candy. Like it's not like it's a, some huge production. Yeah, but yeah. it's probably it's probably easier to enforce if you tell people two months before saying no Halloween, no Halloween, no Halloween until like two days before where you're like no Halloween. Yeah. And everybody already made their plans. And yeah, stuff. and then everybody's just gonna riot and. It's all out. It's all outdoors. That's gonna be a funny ass riot. Everybody in like costumes and shit. (laughs) It's all outdoors. I'm gonna put a table out front. Just put like spread some candy out. Let the kids take some. We were even talking about doing like little baggies. Like yeah, I think that makes a little bit more sense. Like I just don't want it. Shouldn't be something like they're gonna like dig through or whatever. Even though you know probably not even an issue. But you know what? If we would make fun of when we were kids, we would have made fun of people who were giving out. Little bottles of Purell instead of candy. Yeah, you know? but uh, boy, have not this year. I'm changed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that, that stuff's worth money. <laughs> okay, what's the over? What's the over under of seeing like kids dress up as like nurses and doctors and things like that? Oh God, I don't even know. I mean, it's kind of like just an easy one to pull off too. That's yeah. The thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just looking for the kid who has bad taste and goes as the coronavirus. As the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if well, they're kids, so it's well, no, no, I'm not saying I would hate that. I'd love that kid, but at the same time, it would be bad taste. But I love that kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, last, last movie. Last movie. Hey, Sam, you get yeah. to talk about a movie for the fourth time this year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Mulan. So. Yeah. As I've stated several times on this podcast, I was going to see this regardless. It's my wife's favorite Disney princess. It was going to happen. So when it came out, I spent the $30. I bought it. And Sam has access to the same Disney Plus as I do. Yep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was was, no way I was going to pay 30 bucks for this. But it was there, and I was like, it's eh, a relevant movie for us to talk about. So I watched it. I was actually interested in seeing this movie before you know yeah. everything got pushed back. So my my first thing is if you're going into seeing Mulan and you liked the original because of Eddie Murphy, um why as, as Mushu? Mushu's a great character. Shut up, Sam. Uh <laughs> Yeah, if uh, if uh, if if that's what you were looking forward to, you're going to be horribly disappointed because Mushu is not in this movie, and neither is a dragon or any kind. It's basically replaced by a phoenix. Yeah, yeah, the phoenix replaces Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, but the phoenix doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah, and there's also no Lucky Cricket. However, there is a lucky character 
named Cricket. <laughs> so, but so. uh, yeah, like they kind of cut out a lot out of this. Like, explain. Like, like uh, her like squad mates. They don't really go into detail about them. Yeah, they're not fleshed out like the the cartoon is. They're mm. still sort of there, but they're not. Yeah, like they're they're not really it, a, a major characters in this movie. Yeah, they're, they're they're barely there. The songs aren't there, so don't Although, expect that. Who, the "Who Is That Girl" song is played the orchestral version several times. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that one is is in oh, there. So I had a thought watching oh. this movie. All right. You know how in those like Hong Kong kung fu movies, those old ones, that when they dub them over, the English always comes through as a bit too like proper and like uh, yeah. like yeah, proper. I guess would be the, yeah. the right word. Because and I, I've always thought like that's probably just a language thing, where like when you translate the mandarin over it just it just comes off as proper because yeah. maybe that's a cultural thing they'll be talking more proper in that place uh why did they have to do that in this movie i don't know uh did, did I, <laughs> the other like t speaking of like dubbed so jet lee plays the emperor in this movie did it seem like his he was dubbed yeah, yeah. I also uh, didn't realize that was Jet Li until I looked at the IMDb page. I was like, yeah, right. "So I wow, guess he got old." <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess um, there have been rumors about health, um, like problems with Jet Li that, like, have just been rumors. I guess so. Like him popping up in this movie is like kind of been like a like, oh, he's not actually like super he's not sick. dead. He's he can still sort of do stuff. Um, Doesn't do much, but. <laughs> no, but he's in there. Uh, no, I, I like it. Going into this, I understood that they were like, okay, we're going to do a more real version of the legend of Mulan rather than the cartoon. No, I, is, I didn't, I didn't yeah. mind that. Where it's I like, okay, that. do something new. Don't just give me, you know, Lion King again. And do you feel like they gave you something new? Yeah, but thing is, is that. The strength Hollywood movies, these big budget Hollywood movies have, is that they, at the very least, know how to make something fun. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that with this one. You didn't feel like it was fun? This, this, you know, there weren't like funny moments. Like they cut out all the squad mates and they were like the comic relief in the, the, mm -hmm. the uh, cartoon. Yeah. So we didn't get any of that. We got barely got any of that. Yeah, we, there were. A couple moments that I chuckled, but I feel like for the most part, this was a very serious film. Yeah, it was, it was a bit too But it was like serious. a serious film for kids. Yeah. Which was odd. You know, it, it looked nice, but like, I just, it, it was all right, but like, I wanted something more fun than that. If I'm, if I'm getting some like big Disney movie, just give me something fun. Mm. You know, I, I'm not expecting you to make me some, uh, thrilling war drama like just give me some fun and they just didn't i didn't have a lot of fun watching this uh is there a lot of like who is this movie for no not really no 
I, I knew exactly who it was for. Well, who who is it for? It's for I I would say this was probably I don't know Sam would you say like teenage like a teenage audience? I was gonna say it's for China, but well, I mean <laughs> outside of that, I mean, that was obvious from the beginning. But this like, is you know it's it's a, a Chinese for China. Obviously, it's going to be for China. I, mean, I, I, I did like I did like how it did feel authentically Chinese. Yeah, not like that Great Wall movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, here's a white guy. Hey, that was authentic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did appreciate that they they had enough confidence in me that I do, don't need to see a white Westerner to connect with these characters. Yes, yes. Like you have enough confidence in me that I can actually connect with someone who doesn't look like me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you say that though, but the movie that is produced by Chinese and versus the movie produced by the American studio were the exact opposite that you would expect in that. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, Chinese don't have faith in us. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just going off of, of stuff I've heard, but, so, but you're saying it's not a fun movie. So, would that necessarily be something that, like, I guess teens, you don't need like the sing songy, like, you know, let's well, let's watch like, Frozen a thousand times. Why? Right. Yeah. Think of this as like, this is a Disney princess movie for an older audience. Mm. Even though I will go to my grave saying Mulan is not a Disney princess. <laughs> She's not royalty. But all, but all these added complexities for an older audience of a princess movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so can I talk about the 800-pound gorilla in the movie? In, uh, the, uh, uh, in the room for this movie? Uh, I was, I guess you could say, sort of pleasantly surprised. Turned on? That... that <laughs> The Chinese propaganda in this movie was a lot subtler than I expected it to be. I agree. Like, it's there, but yeah. you have to really be looking for it. And you... I don't know if you saw, saw it with me, Sean, is, why is the emperor a badass? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Jet Li, obviously. But no, no, it's like, you well, know... I... You know that trope in a lot of, yeah. I guess, Western movies, you see it a lot. I, I'm not so sure about them. But the trope of the emperor is always, like, ineffective and corrupt. He's like a frail old man. Yeah, he, he's, like, being led astray by his, you know, corrupt advisors or something yes. like that. Yeah. You Just don't get out. that in this. No. Like, Almost like they're trying to say, oh, no, don't worry. Authority figures are totally cool. <laughs> you should totally trust authority figures. Like I was thinking of, uh, I haven't seen this movie, but I've heard about it. it was a, it was a Jet Li movie too? I think called Hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where in the, it's about a corrupt emperor, and he's trying to take him down. And then in the end, he realizes that this corrupt, harsh emperor is actually good for the country because he's keeping all the bad elements down. So he decides not to take him down. And you're just like, oh, I wonder who they're talking about there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I wasn't like expecting to see like Xi Jinping show up in this and like beat the bad guy to death with like Mao's Red Book. 
<laughs> like I wasn't expecting that, but like right, but... I was expecting it a bit more. But it was like pleasantly surprised that it wasn't like, like I, down our I don't I don't exactly appreciate that it's there. No, but I mean it's gonna be there. But like it's gonna be there, so I guess it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um what did you think about the action sequences? Uh I see they saw Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Yeah, I was very confused about the turning camera scenes. Did you expect anything else? I did not expect the turning camera scenes. And to have it only happen twice. Once in the beginning, once at the end. Like, it was just an odd choice. They definitely went into this thinking, we're going to focus a lot on, like, Chinese kung fu movies. Yes. That's where we're going to really try to take our inspiration from. Yeah. But like, I get that. This is an action movie. It's a Chinese action movie. Uh, I mean, it's an American action movie. But with wearing the, you know, yeah. the drapings of a uh, Chinese action movie. But like, it's like, it's just, it's good enough where I'm not disappointed I saw this. But like, could have been better. Yeah. Like, there's, there's... It just I kind of like left it just being like, eh. <laughs> just a meh. Yeah. All right. Um, did did you see uh, Ming Ne Wan's uh, cameo? Yeah, that was surprisingly brief. Well, yeah. So it was. They, like, um... like, like I get that if it was like the person who did the, her voice was some unnamed voice actor, right? Like, Maybe people who know voice actors would be like, oh, no, she's actually pretty big or something like right. that. But like, right. Lee Ming, or what's her name? Uh, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. Ming, uh, Wen. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, I'm just not going to attempt it. Um, Wen, she's like actually in shit now. Like, she's been in the uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, she's been doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long time now. Like, like she's a known actress. But well. Her like, I can see her being like, oh, we're going to cast her as Mulan's mom or something. Right. Well, in this, uh, her there, that cameo that she had, it was actually a secret. Nobody knew about it. And uh, like, she wasn't allowed to mention it for, like, I think it was, like, three or four days after it came out. She wasn't allowed to acknowledge that she was even in the movie because it, you know, it, it was kind of like a, oh, hey, it's her, like, kind of cameo. And what, it was only supposed to be brief. What, didn't I hear that about that like months ago? That she was in this? I don't think so. I didn't hear anything about it. I feel it. like I heard about that. I don't know. She's also in The Mandalorian, by the way. Uh, yes. What is she in Mandalorian? She's on Tatooine. She's the uh, person shooting at them. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who ends up dead and found by a person with the chingy boots. it's just so great they have spurs like they don't want to have spurs but like the uh sound guys were like giving everybody spurs because this is space western i love but i love it's weird because we're going back but that's i love the fact that those exist in the original version of empire strikes back when you see boba fett (laughs) like that sound effect like even back then they were like 
old timey Western Spurs. Let's let's add those every time he takes a step. That's fun. Yeah. That's what I kind of wanted out of this, and I just didn't get it. Yeah, that's a shame. That like I, I feel like I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did, but I I don't think like too much more. Um, I know. Plus, plus I, this was an awfully brief movie for nowadays. I mean, if you like cut out the uh, the credits, it's like uh, hour forty five, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty quick. And it definitely felt rushed. Like mm. we were just rushing through the stories. It was like, like when but she also- leave, when she leaves for the battle uh, for for the army. Like yeah. it almost happens without fanfare. We don't build that up at all. No, it's and, just well, like. You know she's gonna go. So the, uh, her reveal of being a woman um, to the other soldiers—that's only like halfway through the movie, which we were very surprised at because I had—I think I had to go grab it, uh, something upstairs. So I paused it and I was like, "We're only halfway through it's, this." It's a little over halfway through, yeah. Which, if you watch the original cartoon, it's like that's towards the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like what at the beginning of the third act, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. How um. How did you like it compared to the original? Um, so I'll, I'll go with this. My wife, Amy, she loves the original, favorite Disney princess. She really enjoyed this movie. Um, she, I actually asked her, I said, how do you compare it to the original? She said it's really tough to compare the two because they are kind of very different movies. Yeah, yeah. They definitely have different tones. It, it's so. not like Beauty and the Beast or um or lion king or even um aladdin before this where it was like pretty much just a live action version of the cartoon this one it was different enough but it still hit all those plot points yeah it was like, it was like someone was trying to make a legally distinct version of mulan <laughs> just different enough yeah yeah we'll, yeah. we'll leave that one at that uh, <laughs> Because, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the criticism with a lot of these live-action updates, you know, it's interesting to hear that this has a different spin to it, because a lot of the criticism is like, well, you're just making the same movie and just charging me again. Yeah. Like, why do I... I already saw it. I already already saw Lion King. I don't need to go see the same, you know, I don't need to see Charles Jones be Mufasa again. I already have that. Right, right. I saw an infinitely better version of this. Exactly. So... that doesn't really, I guess, work here. So, is, is there any is 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 uh, Mushu a thing with Eddie Murphy or? <laughs> no, no. Well, there this the family yeah, spirit animal is a phoenix in this. So, like, it's it's a meta, it, it's a metaphor for her transformation. The phoenix and she does see it, it manifest a few times. Yeah, but it, the, it's the phoenix. Real. The phoenix in this basically exists. To just move the plot along. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's that, like, she's heading to the camp and she gets lost, which yeah. so you think, like, oh, that's going to be a big thing. But then just the Phoenix shows up and we just move on. <laughs> it, it's kind of like, because, you know, the whole point of Mushu is she was her guardian sent from her ancestors. So the, the Phoenix is kind of the same thing without it being, you know, a, a, a humanoid animal. Um, which I was okay with. I was fine with the Phoenix being what the Phoenix ended up being. Because I feel like if the Phoenix was like an Eddie Murphy's type character, it would have taken way too much away from the actual movie. 
it would also have been like way off of the tone of this movie. Yes. This movie definitely has a more serious tone. Yeah. So it'd be really weird if like Eddie Murphy walked up as a fire chicken. <laughs> right. Um, Sam, any final thoughts on this movie? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say of the remakes, live action remakes that I've seen so far, I probably like this one the most. Like, it didn't have this reaction I had to Maleficent, which I will stand by uh, is not a good movie, but for some reason I enjoy it. <laughs> like, I would never recommend that movie to anyone. I think I just watched it because it was there. One night, one night, and I just watched it, and I was like, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Still a terrible movie. The acting's horrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, for some reason, I just liked the story flipped like that. I actually enjoyed that. Well, it was a new take on, on a movie. Yeah. So I kind of like this one where it was, like, I, different enough. I didn't get that with this one, though. No? No. Although this movie is infinitely better than yes. Maleficent. Uh, what would you give this as a rating? I would give it just a straight seven. Seven? All right. I'm not crazy about it, but eh, it's good enough. I, 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 I was right. I did like it a little bit more than you. I ended up giving it a 7.8. Mm -hmm. So not a whole point, but like a C plus. I look at it as a C plus. Um, sadly, the second best movie I've seen of the year. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just what's, what's, what's my highest rated movie of the year? Uh, and what is it? Now the Outpost. What was it? What did I give that? Seven four. Jesus motherfucking Christ! I was <laughs> just thinking that. I'm like, when was the last time I watched anything I like genuinely enjoyed, just kind of fully? And it might be Fate of the Furious. Good <laughs> be. Um. Oh, no, no, I did, I did enjoy the thing. So, any yeah, thoughts? Was... And granted, I guess Sam was kind of a free rider on this one. Any thoughts on the thirty dollar thing? I mean, clearly, John, that was that was a go for you. I mean, you know, it's your wife's favorite childhood movie. If gonna... if, if it wasn't her favorite, yeah, I wouldn't have spent the thirty bucks because it comes to Disney Plus in December for free. Yeah, yeah that was the crazy part. Is like, you know, how many people are like on the fence who are just right. like, well, just wait a month. Yeah. Two months. Like three months, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it's December's right around the corner. And based on the speed this year has gone by, like it, it'll be here in no time. Right. So, like, 30 bucks is steep. And honestly, if they didn't announce it was coming to Disney Plus in December, I think they could have gotten away with the $30. Yeah. yeah. That's so, I, I don't I think, think that. I think they would have also just pissed off people. If there was that, if there was that quick of a turnaround, yeah, well, I, yeah, and I also think the turnaround is was stupid. It like next May maybe come to Disney Plus would be a little better. You mean yeah, people it, who, if they had bought it, if yeah. they were planning on doing it in December and had bought it, um, you know, people individually bought it now. You're yeah. saying those people would be pissed off? Yeah. yeah if in, if in a month they said, "Oh, it's coming to a, a coming in December," and that was our plan the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I would be pissed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, all right. Any final thoughts, guys? What we want to talk about next week? What, uh, what are we doing next week, John? 
Aren't, aren't we doing a con on classic? We are doing a con on classic next week. But Is, what are we doing? Um, are you like trying to cue me or are you generally genuinely asking? Because I thought I, we did decide, but I think he's setting you up, Joe. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Well, something <laughs> and you just kind of like, what do I do with it? <laughs> well, I was like pretty sure we had it, but no, you were like freaking me out. Anyway, folks, it's the autumn, uh, very early autumn which Sean refers to as the season of Scream. Um, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, myself not included on this list, so to some extent, Sam, but Sean and Chris, very big horror movie fans. And you know what? We've got to honor some of the best ones. So we are announcing a very special slate of horror movie, uh, con on classics, slash maybe we'll do some on some regular episodes too for the next you know month and a half, because what else are we going to talk about? Um, yeah. So, starting off next week, uh, I should have the year here, but The Exorcist. 1973. 1973. The Exorcist. I think it was even nominated for a Best Picture, I want to say. Nominated for a few things. Yeah. Anyway, it's on HBO Max. Check it out. We'll be discussing it next week. Also on Cinemax. Right. Also on Cinemax, which, let me get off for a second here, does not have an app anymore does not have any way you can stream it to a TV. Very interesting choice, but okay. Anyway, on HBO Max, check it out. Oh, HBO Max having a free tier, by the way. We didn't talk streaming news. There was some streaming news. Anything important? <sighs> not really. There's going to be a Godfather TV series, and they're rebranding CBS All Access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear about the CBS All Access. What's going on with that? So Viacom and CBS merged, though they were previously together and split apart. Um, so Viacom, which is like Comedy Central, Paramount Network, Paramount Pictures, all that stuff, is yeah. moving together with CBS. So instead of creating a new over-the-top thing for them, they're just going to s- make CBS All Access Paramount Plus. So there'll be more stuff on there. Okay. So we're all doing the same thing. You know, everybody's... Everybody's on board. If they just started with that, I wouldn't have made fun of them so much. Right. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is, too, is like, yeah, CBS All Access just, it it was a bad, it was a bad name and bad marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although, you know what's weird, though? The Paramount thing, is there that much equity in Paramount, I guess? Because, like, they made the Paramount Network from Spike TV. And it's like, I don't know, is any, I don't know. It's a weird yeah, is, is there a lot of people out there like, I'm only going to see Paramount movies? Right. Like, you would think CBS would have a stronger brand, but I think CBS is, like, so specific to a certain thing, a.k.a. just old people. Yeah, who that, are not streamers. Right. Exactly. So, um, anyway, so that happened. HBO Max is, I guess, going to have an ad-supported tier. That's about it. Um, well, I guess that wraps it up. Unless you guys want to talk about Tuscan Raiders, because I was... I was ready to go on that one. Okay. No, I'm, I'm Where, good. Like, it's a breadstick, and like they're just shouting, but it's just English, but it's still you can't understand it. <laughs> on that note, uh, you, can, <laughs> you can find all of our podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Nights of Nerditude. 
Uh, leave us a message. If there's any horror movies out there that you want us to review in the next following weeks, uh, let us know. Uh, we definitely will, uh, like John said, we'll be doing some possibly during the normal podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, stay tuned and uh, we'll see you next time.